that you crave. So write it. Once you've got that word or those couple of words on there, hold them out. I'm going to see if I can read a couple of them. Or you're going to have to say it if I can't read it. But put up the card. What does that say there? At the, at, at the mall, okay, yeah, that's true. What does it say there? Spring rolls. Spring rolls, ooh, yes, and my Filipino friends have that red sauce that goes on the spring rolls. I could drink that. Um, turkey dinner, you're craving turkey dinner, right? Sleep. Sleep, right? Let's be honest. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, it, 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 we crave, and we crave different things. Um, in fact, I guess what I really wonder is, um, it, it seems like we, we have this uh, invisible um, sort of itch that we constantly crave things. The original crowd, the crowd that was with Jesus, they craved things too. They were probably, at times, literally hungry. And there were times when they were literally thirsty because running water wasn't a thing. But it seems even today, like there are things, we're just, we want things, we really want things, and we crave things. And it's like this, this if so we, we change our hair, uh, we change our clothes, we, we change the toys that we have. Because it just seems like we're not satisfied. We're discontent. And those algorithms on the internet and those commercials on the TV, they just make us crave constantly. So what I wonder is, is it even possible for those cravings to be filled or for us to be satisfied? How will our cravings, the things that we really want, how will that actually be filled or completed or, or finished. You know, Jesus says these very strange words in this sermon that he had, and he uses the, this phrase in Matthew 5, verse 6. He said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled, or they will be satisfied. Blessed are those who like, really pray, really want, Righteousness, but what is righteousness? That's such a—it's a difficult word. And this morning, I'm going to try and illustrate what that is. But I need two volunteers. Who would like to volunteer? You would like to? Okay, come on up. Uh, Naomi, who would like to volunteer? Yeah, sure. The girl in the back. Yeah, with hand up there. Yeah, come on up. Okay, Naomi, you come to my left. That's on this side. Remind me of your name. Vinette? Great. Okay. So we're going to, what is righteousness? Well, I'm going to illustrate what righteousness is. So here's, here's, yeah, okay. Um, so here's the thing. I have all kinds of candy and chips. These are all nut-free candies, so we don't have to worry. So righteousness is kind of like, well, let's see. I'm gonna go like this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna split up the candy between Lynette and Naomi. So let's see. I'm gonna a Kit Kat, a Smarty, and a crispy thing, and like that, and like that. That looks about good. So 
Yeah, okay, so that's for you, and that's for you. <laughs> What's the problem? What? It's not, it's not fair. It's not fair. Ooh, that's interesting. You know, actually, like we all, no matter what you crave individually, the reality is that everybody has a sense and a want for what's fair. In fact, some of the uh, neuroscientists, doctors that I read about and, and listen to, they actually say that fairness in our brain, the same thing happens as when we eat chocolate. In fact, they say that fairness tastes like chocolate. But, Vanette, you might say this is fair. <laughs> Naomi, maybe not so much. Why don't you each take one, or whatever you want. You can go back to your seat. Yeah, take it again. Cool, thank you, give them a hand. All right, so righteousness is kind of like that. It's fairness, but it's a bit more than just fair. When Jesus said, really want, crave righteousness, it's fair, what's fair, but there's also a sense of Something like it's, it's perfect. It's always holy and perfect. But you notice something else about fairness or righteousness. If I asked Vinette, she'd say yes. If I asked Naomi, she'd say no. So another thing about righteousness is that it's relative. It depends. Like who says what's fair? Who says what's fair? That's part of what Jesus is talking about in this big word, righteousness. The Bible also describes Jesus, and God calls Jesus, the righteous one. He says he is the righteous one. The one who is perfectly fair, perfectly right and holy, like all the time, he did it. Paul writing in Philippians 3, Verse 9 says, now, we don't have a righteousness that comes from ourselves or on our own from obeying the law, but a righteousness that comes through faith in Christ. The righteousness from God that is based on faith. So how do you get this righteousness? Well, it comes from God. It comes in through Jesus. So I want to illustrate that part this morning well. And I'm going to need another volunteer. And uh, uh, Tinda, would you help me with this? Would you mind coming up here and helping me with this part, TK? I'd appreciate it. TK is like, he's volunteering for sound, and he's like, I thought I was just volunteering for sound. <laughs> Jesus is saying is that we don't get this fairness, a fairness that comes from us, but a fairness that comes from God. So it's kind of like a student in your class, kids, a new student, and the new student always gets everything right, okay? Always gets, the student is a perfect A student. 
And you look at the student and go, that, I'd really like to be like that student. Not to mention the student's nice, this person is nice and kind all the time, and they always get everything right. And what you say, well, I'd really like to get the same kind of mark all the time, and I'd like to be like this person. What God is saying is, if you want that, He will give you His aid. So it's like you can go and hand that over to somebody, hand that, you, it's like, he, yeah, go and give that over to, give it over to, but, but here's the interesting thing, he says, here, have that, have that in. thanks TK, he says, here, take my in. But here's the interesting thing about, about Jesus says, I will give you my aid, but he never gives up or loses his, his A, his perfect score, his perfectness, his rightness. But if you want that, he said, I will give it to you. But not only that, he says uh, in, in John 6.35, he said, I am the bread of life. He's using these weird, strange phrases, but he says, I'm the bread of life. He's speaking in, in metaphor. He says, whoever uh, comes to me will never be hungry. Wow. Well, whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. In other words, he will give you an A and say, you're right with me. You're right with me in the first place. And then ongoing, he will teach you the ways and how to live. And he will be with you and guide you and shape the way you live. On and on and on. This is what Jesus is saying when he says, come to me. I am the bread of life. And last week we had communion where we took the, the cup and the bread and it reminds us of this. So we can be filled. We can be satisfied. And Jesus actually promises if that's what you want, He will give it to you and on a daily basis will continue to help and fulfill that craving that you have if that's the kind of craving you want. So later in this sermon that Jesus is preaching, when you get to Matthew 6, 33, he says this. This is the point. Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. If you crave this first, Jesus said, all these other things will be added to you. If you really want to be right with God and you want to do the things that Jesus does, the way Jesus does them, he will help you do that. He will complete that for you. And other things will be added to your life. So satisfaction starts with our relationship with Jesus. Satisfaction starts with, I'm calling that soul food. Inside, not outside. Craving for what, to be in a good relationship with Jesus and then in an ongoing basis. So what that means, uh, kids and adults, is that the cravings that you have, we need to aim our crave. We need to aim our desires. Do you know last week we talked about our will, our volition. This week, Jesus is addressing our desires. Um, 
And you know, again, Mark uh, Lewis, another uh, doctor who's talking biology and neuroscience says that, that, that he talks about and writes about the biology of desire and that it can actually be influenced. Our, our desires can be rewired. That's greatness. That's why he makes us right. And you know what's interesting? When TK gave that A to Tyler, what's surprising about that is it actually in a way doesn't seem fair. Because Tyler didn't do anything. Tyler didn't even write the thing. And he just got it. It's surprising to us. And it's what's surprising is we're surprised by the grace. Places where we work in, places where we go to school, we are being kind and good, and we desire to to uh, live a life and, and activate be active in things that are fair. Not based on what the world says is fair, but what Jesus says is right and fair. Because the world will always want. There are even people that think it's fair to hurt other people. Or worse. But what Jesus does is rather than being violent, he gives his life up. It's a strange kind of fairness. And it's righteousness with that layer of holiness and beauty. And you get to spread that. I'm going to pause here for some Q&R. You have uh, cards on your um, chairs there that you say Q&R on there. You can write your questions on there. You can text or email your questions in, or you can stand up where you are. And I just wonder if any of you, at any age, if you want to write your questions, you can put them in the offering box as well. When you leave, and we'll take a read of those. Or you can stand up where you are, Hanukkah will bring a mic to you. Or you can text or email, and uh, Tyler will uh, read those on the iPad. Does anyone have a question? I my one question is, where did the battery go for my clock? You all are in trouble. <laughs> there we go. I want to encourage the kids, because kids, you have a unique opportunity right now, because usually you're not here for Q&R. You're not here to ask Pastor Gary or people all these questions that you have about church or faith or religion, whatever you have. So I would like to encourage you, these cards with the Q&R up front, write your questions. And it's not just Pastor Gary that sees them, I want to see them too, because I want to know your questions. I want to hear from you. So if you are courageous and you would like to ask a question now, stand up and I'll come with the microphone. And if you say, well, I just will write them down, write them down, put them in that little basket before you leave today, because we would like to hear your questions. Any questions? And Tyler has Kids, any questions for Pastor Gary? Do you have any questions about church, about what we do here? About I know you have questions, but I know it's just hard to ask them. Thank you.
Adults, any questions that you just want to stand up and ask? Yeah, like I'm guessing people in certain have I think question. they're, they're waiting for the turkey dinner today. Well, that could be. I think, like, I'm surprised nobody's asking me about what's in the cart and what I'm planning to do with it. Well, I'm going to invite the music team uh, to come onto the platform. <laughs> it seems that our God's version of rightness or fairness is very different than the world's perspective on rightness or fairness. And I just want to invite you to consider what it is that you want. And Jesus promised that if you want to be right with him, he will do that. He will, he will just do that for you. And if you want to begin to emulate and be like him day to day, if that's what you want, he also promises to help you do that too. And it's mind-boggling because we are constantly surprised by grace. Because the world doesn't naturally come with grace. That's from the Lord. That's from Him. So I want to invite you, in a moment, we're going to ask some ushers to come and help us uh, distribute these. Again, the, the candies are, are not free. Um, if you want to have a right relationship with the Lord, you don't need to perform a certain way, you don't need to earn anything, you don't need to be a certain kind of person. What you need to do is say, yes, I want to be right with the Lord. I want to clear up anything in, the, in my life that would be uh, distracting me from being right with the Lord, and I want to be right with the Lord. And if that is you here or online, then all you need to do is reach out your hand and say, I want to be right with you, Lord. And he will promise to fulfill that and give you his righteousness. And if you are in your day-to-day, -day, and there are things in your heart, your mind, in your will that you know are distracting you, are competing the things that you want with what you know the Lord wants, and those are clashing, and you know what they are. You have a decision to make whether you're going to hold on to that and continue to be driven by your wants, or whether you're going to ask the Lord to transform your desire so that you begin to actually want what Jesus wants. And He will do that for you by the power of the Holy Spirit. Stop with uh, ushers, I might as well just ask you to, to take this off my, my hands. You didn't even bring it. What's that? <laughs> I'm going to bring this down here. You can just distribute that. Where's, where's um, the bike this, but, um, I think it might be safer if I just. There's bags of chips and, and, and chocolates and things in there. So this is just. I'm going to take that. Um, so these are little gifts as a reminder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To really discern and figure out what it is you were hungry and thirsty for. And I would say for most of us, we really need the Holy Spirit to shape and contour our cravings.